Welcome to Manic Flow Money, a simple approach to looking at the world we live in and what could be affecting our asset saving and retirement choices. Here's what we have today. It's the future of money and the law decoded because the governments are getting involved in blockchain privacy. That's an article written in the Cointelegraph the first week of September starts out by saying this one of the most persistent myths about Bitcoin is its supposed anonymity more properly termed pseudonymity Bitcoin wallets are permanently tied to their public keys and most of you know that but it took government investigators years of trial to corral Bitcoin transactions on dark web marketplaces like the Silk Road to figure that out now however blockchain analysis is a growing industry catering to a range of clients including many of the most shattery government agencies it was inevitable and at the same time much of the appeal of effective blockchain programming beyond cryptocurrency applications is their ability to protect dispersed data. But as government actors get more sophisticated with blockchain technology, and indeed look at the onboarding themselves, it seems determined to shortcut the whole privacy protection side of things. So this week, what they did was that they took a look at the government use of analytics and KYC, another great acronym, to trace crypto or cryptocurrency exchanges, trades, wallets, numbers. It's all public. And we're also going to see some issues with what might be the largest use of blockchain for remote voting. Yet, a pretty key example of where everybody involved needs their identity protected, surveying the scene. Adoption is only accelerated. All the world's biggest monetary authorities are even considering minting digital currency and using blockchain tech. The current signs are ominous. However, suggesting that the authorities are going to take steps to you know, keep the, th- the keys for themselves, if you will. That's directly from Colin Post, the policy editor, the postman, Cointelegraph. Next section is that new sanctions and criminal charges are going to target crypto use and the Russian troll farm. Because yesterday, which is still the first week of September, the U.S. Treasury released new sanctions on employees at the Russian firm involved in disinformation campaigns. Later in the day, the DOJ publicized against several of the same people, alleging that the sanctioned parties have stolen the identities of U.S. citizens to know your customer checks at U.S. banks and crypto exchanges. The firm in question, Project LACTA, spelled L-A-K-H-T-A, L-A-K-H-T-A. It's an affiliate of St. Petersburg's notorious internet research agency various u.s investigations have tied both to a widespread campaign and stoked partisan hostility amongst the americans via social media campaigns hence wide-scale trolling in other words 
none of the U.S. agencies involved openly address the comedy that Project LACTA, again, L-A-K-H-T-A, used fake identification, fake U.S. identification to access American financial services to fund its use of fake social media user accounts to scupper American discourse. Let me repeat this. None of the U.S. agencies involved openly addressed the comedy that Project Lockta used fake U.S. identification to access American financial services to fund its use of fake U.S. social media user accounts to scupper or promote or provocatize American discourse. Divide and conquer, y'all. The net influence of Russia's social media and campaign is hard to quantify. The attitudes about how much Project LACTA, again, L-A-K-H-T-A, and its associates have impacted the U.S. polarization often say more about the political views of the person speaking. Jarringly, every investigation notes of the effectiveness of these social media campaigns at fanning the flames of long, smoldering issues in American society. While these campaigns may have stolen U.S. identities, worse seems to be that we've all turned into trolls. In a Russian's blockchain, voting flirts with open source. Depending on the scale of final implementation, Russia's in-progress voting system may well end up the largest yet to run on a blockchain. The country's Central Election Commission has uploaded elements of the system's source to code GitHub alongside extensive explanations and concerns. There's a catch, because the elections, which the CEC, remember the Central Election Commission, had to put off until 2021. They were rescheduled this month, and while the internal side of programming was set to become public yesterday, it remains unavailable. Besides which, Cointelegraph, who wrote this article, had previously commented, previously commented on, on the same issues, which was centralized control of the keys of the electoral system. For a nation with a patchy record of running fair elections, the rush development and limited scrutiny on the new remote voting systems concern. Moreover, the authorities may well be able to link votes to voter identities, something proper democratic processes take pains to prevent. Again, in layman terms, blockchain Bitcoin was invented to decentralize. It's being manipulated and controlled to centralize while adding parts of the voting system to github for public scrutiny is a nice gesture of transparency and public accountability the integrity of the system is questionable and at best it may continue to undermine the faith in elections as well as in blockchain's potential to keep them honest you want to you want to read further? You can you can look up the uh, New York Attorney General and whether they have the authority to investigate crypto. You can also look up. There's a visual timeline 
from Perkins Coy, which maps out the SEC's work in crypto since 2017. Writing in the Wall Street Journal and acting as controller of the currency, Brian Brooks and Columbia economics professor Charles Kalormaris encouraged FinTech to step into the spotlight. If you want to have some further reads, see below. A team of attorneys break down the appellate court decisions in the Bittrex case that the uh, New York Attorney General has the authority to investigate crypto. So get ready, y'all. Get ready. I'll also digress before I finish. If you didn't take care of your asset, major decisions before Labor Day, do it now. Whatever the best thing is for you, do it now. Hedge as much as you can. Gold, crypto, real estate, assets, 401ks, IRAs, whatever you feel most comfortable with, mutual funds. I don't care if you want to just sit and look at a savings account. Understand where you're comfortable and what makes you happy. Because every day is a school day. And I hope that sharing this content will help. If you've made this far, please smash the red subscribe button and like the video. I'm a Main Street provider, not a Wall Street advisor. Thanks for checking it out.